Welcome to Vital Advice. Halloween Special. How do you like the intro? I know it's super spooky and it's got Dracula laughing at it. Don't worry, he's comfortably watching Scooby-Doo while I record this episode and then we're going to go on a date later. Hope he likes Italian. <laughs> God, I'm so annoying. Okay, so happy Halloween. Welcome to this super awesome special where we're going to be covering the history of Halloween in reality and not what is so often propagated in modern dialogue of Halloween. When you were a kid, did you ever go trick-or-treating to like that super Christian house, you know, the one that doesn't decorate and like you're super young and you're just like trying to get Kit Kat bars and they, for some reason, God, I just unlocked a memory. For some reason, you knock on the door and the lady would answer, which I don't know why she didn't just, you know, make a sign that says we don't celebrate Halloween or something. But they would answer. You would say trick or treat. And they would reply with, we don't celebrate Halloween. It's the devil's holiday. And trick or treating is witchcraft and a satanic practice. Okay, so like maybe not that dramatic, but that's that's what they believe. And you're standing there in your cellophane Tinkerbell costume and you're like, ma'am, I'm five years old. I literally was just looking for Reese's. Like, do you have them? No? Okay. Well, then I'm going to continue on with my life. And like, did it ever like affect you to like think about how people perceived you for celebrating Halloween? Like, is this the devil's holiday? That was kind of my own personal story, to be honest with you. I did dress up in a homemade cellophane Tinkerbell costume. And this experience happened to me. And I've always thought about it and reflected back onto why there were people who thought it was the devil's holiday uh, when myself and my family at the time were all Christian. So we were celebrating it. it weird, right? I know for a fact that this is not a one-time experience that only I had growing up in Utah. There are so many people that I've run into around my age who grew up with these type of parents that were so afraid to celebrate Halloween because they didn't want to be participating in something satanic or something that involved witchcraft. Um, And now their kids are really super into Halloween and like dress up their their dogs and throw parties and stuff, which is funny. But um, I just want to kind of like delve into why they would think that and get like the actual history of Halloween. And from this, I I've discovered something that I think might shock you. Halloween and all of its practices is, in fact, a Christian holiday and has been since the 8th century A.D., yeah, it's not it's not the devil's holiday. Halloween, the root of it, comes from All Hallows Eve, which also was called Hallowsmas, as in like mass, as in Christian worship event, kind of like Christmas became Christmas. Yeah, same thing. Okay, the idea that it is 
the devil's holiday is rooted in the fact, I think, that the modern interpretation, as far as I've heard, is because Halloween is rooted in a pagan holiday and has nothing to do with Christ. That pagan holiday doesn't. Uh, but then if that was true, why are you celebrating Christmas? Because Christmas is rooted in a pagan holiday that has nothing to do with Christ called Yule. And uh, I'm pretty sure you make your Yuletide gay. Like, ah, uh, uh, you decorating that pagan Christmas tree? Yeah, uh, you're you kissing under that pagan mistletoe. Are you making wishes on a pagan Yule log? That's right. So... Believe it or not, the majority of the holidays that we celebrate, including Halloween, are bastardized holidays taken from pagans and have been adapted into full-fledged Christian holidays. I know. I don't think anyone has done the emphasizing on Halloween out of mostly, I think, fear of addressing the fact that now we do incorporate a little bit of the occult and witchcraft into the celebration. But you know what? Santa Claus is magic. Sounds like witchcraft to me. Okay? So, not pointing fingers. So, the holiday that I think that you're thinking of when you think about Halloween is the Celtic holiday Samhain. And Samhain in and of itself, yes, is not centered around Christ. It is not a Christian holiday. But guess what? It's not Halloween either, and none of its practices have been carried over into what we would do at a Halloween party or what we how we would celebrate Halloween traditionally in America specifically. I don't know how they do it in Ireland right now, which I have a funny story about that I'll get into later. But I know for a fact that the Halloween practices that we have today have been adapted back out into the world from America's practices of Halloween, not from the Celtic celebration of Samhain. In order to better describe this to you, I'm going to have to do a bit of a history lesson. And from there, we'll move on. Samhain is the pagan holiday, right? Got it. Good. So Samhain is traditionally celebrated as the end of a year. So it's almost like New Year's Eve. Like this is the harvest has finished and we're going into winter. The actual word Samhain comes from the Celtic word, which means November, as in the 11th month of the year and unless you have a problem with thanksgiving uh which honestly has a darker history than halloween does um why would you be upset with a <laughs> a holiday called november <laughs> kind of funny but okay this holiday is where you would traditionally to celebrate it you would light a bonfire you would um expect to possibly run into some of your dead relatives um back in ancient times that idea of the the spirits walking the land was prevalent um and even after the christian church took over a lot, a lot of these holidays that fear of ghosts both good and bad uh walking around someone you wouldn't be worshiping them nor would you be worshiping the devil because the pagans did not believe that the devil existed and this holiday had nothing to do with religion, if that makes sense. It had nothing to do with it. It was a big bonfire party and I think they made wishes and stuff. Like it's not really a religious rooted holiday anymore than Thanksgiving would be, really. Time rolls around to the eighth century where this is also the time period where Christmas came into be, where they took over Yule 
and said, hey, even though Jesus was born in springtime, let's celebrate his birth instead of this pagan holiday of Yule. That's where the tradition started to change with Yuletide into Christmas and from Samhain into All Hallows Eve. So this time period of October 31st and November 1st was actually two Christian holidays, kind of like a a New Year's Eve and a New Year's Day. November 1st was originally All Martyrs Day. This is where people would go and worship God and pray for all of the martyrs in the world. It developed later on into a different holiday that included not only martyrs, but saints, and it became All Saints Day. This has nothing to do with the devil, if you've noticed so far, and everything to do with Christian practices. So All Saints Day, prior to it, was called All Hallows Eve, the eve before a very hallowed day for the Christians. This day was a day that was used for gathering soul cakes from house to house in exchange for people to pray for loved ones who had passed on. So this is kind of where we get the root of trick-or-treating. It's where people would go out on All Hallows' Eve, house to house, knock on the door and say, I will pray for your loved one to the saints in exchange for a soul cake. The cake did not contain a soul, if anyone is confused. Like, this was not, there's there's nothing about exchanging souls here. It, it is, it's about praying. It is a prayer day or a pre-prayer day. And that is the history of Halloween. <laughs> I don't know about you, but a day of prayer or a day of preparing to pray for something sounds rather something like Christ would probably be into. Like, it sounds like something he would like. Um, unless, you know, you have a problem with cake or, uh, people exchanging, uh, sweet things or treats for prayer. Cause if you do, then you also have a problem with the pretzel. The pretzel was also developed, um, in exchange for prayers. And like, like, do you think the, the pretzel is of the devil too? Like, no, don't be eating that. That's the devil's salted bread. <laughs> of course not. Why? Cause it's a fucking pretzel. <laughs> right. Okay, so that's like the basics, right? So All Hallows Eve, Eve before a hallowed day of prayer. Now, we're going to take this holiday that was celebrated in Europe and bring it over into America. This is where things start to develop out of a prayer day and into more of a festive kind of holiday. Sort of how Christmas went from a very like prayerful celebration within a church into more of a festive celebration that we would see now worldwide that is uh, more about Santa Claus and family time. Unless you're in Korea and then it's a, a lover's holiday, but I digress. Now, over time in America, this has developed more and more into something that makes in more of the occult and that had a lot more to do with how um, over time people in general just became more interested in the occult and like Uh, using spirit boards and trying to communicate with the dead. Wars happen, and when wars happen, mortality rates go up, and with mortality rates go up, more people are interested in what happens after you die, and the prospect of them wandering Earth on Halloween night kind of makes it appealing to us. We always have a very morbid draw towards mortality. 
if you've noticed historically. But as death is just a part of life, I don't think anything about that has anything to do with the devil, per se. So, so those early days of shifting into more of a festive holiday of parties and costumes and um, trick-or-treating and bobbing for apples and all that good, fun, healthy stuff, Halloween became mischief night, right? So this is where people, uh, particularly young men, would go out and play pranks. And the idea of trick-or-treating, that actual phrase comes from this time period where to prevent the youngins from doing something uh, to someone's house, like there's like reports of people like putting like, like carriages on top of someone's roof, like, you know, like the whole toilet paper egging, soap on windows kind of pranks. They would say, hey, instead, will you have this treat? I actually listened to um, a 1940s, 30s or 40s radio program on Halloween where they, as a town, gathered together a bunch of sweets and treats and apples and stuff like that into the community hall to provide a party uh, as a a Halloween party appeal to those that were going to go out and play pranks on Mischief Night. It's actually really good. Um, You can find it on Audible. It's kind of cool to see how things have progressed since that time in the way that we celebrate Halloween and kind of the expectations of that day. At that time, there was still no witchcraft involved. Nothing about you could possibly put on a Dracula mask or a Frankenstein mask because those movies had come out during that time. But it was not, well, in the 1920s it hadn't. So later on, like 1930s and 40s. But in the earlier 1900s, it was just a night of fun for young men. And this is actually the night where the term boys will be boys is first seen written in written form context to the fact that they were doing things like pranks. It does not seem like until the development of Hollywoodization of Halloween that anything about the dark, twisted, scary witchcraft stuff on Halloween that it was even thought about to be associated with. It was just a night of fun party Halloween harvest until Hollywood made it that way. It's kind of the same process for a lot of these spooky things. Hollywood has changed a lot of our interpretations of history. It's changed a lot of our interpretations of how we see the world and how we interact with it. And Halloween's no different. As time progressed, more and more people started to think of it as a dark holiday. So now we reach times like the 80s and the 90s. In the 80s and the 90s, there was kind of an uprise of, you know, gothic love darker witchcraft stuff like you had the craft came out and the development of halloween and association with witchcraft and then the devil which i find hilarious because it didn't happen originally and none of the practices have anything to do with like a religious um, aversion to anything dark it's all about very positive things that's where i grew up in the 90s where people started going oh no no this is the devil's holiday because of more and more people that were openly associating that holiday with witchcraft. Thanks, Hollywood. You're so great. You've done so much for our for our world. And now, even with present day Halloween, I kind of look at it and I wonder if a lot of the pagans or the uh, nouveau pagan uprising that's going on currently, if they realize what they're celebrating as a Christian holiday. Because if you're if you're doing any of those Christian practices of, of trick or treating. 
yeah, it's a Christian practice, um, or throwing Halloween parties or doing anything like that. If you're celebrating Halloween, you're not celebrating Salman. Salman has a completely different practice to it. But either way, not a single one is about devil worship. It is not the devil's holiday. And I, I feel so proud of myself having done this research and being able to tell my five-year-old self that uh, you're not a five-year-old devil worshiper for going trick-or-treating. It has nothing to do with the devil. And if anything, it's kind of just a fun holiday to enjoy with your family and your friends and to throw a party and celebrate the harvest. I am definitely not a professional on all of the things that you can do to celebrate Samhain. There's a lot of great pagans out there that um, have YouTube videos and TikToks to help you understand how that's celebrated. But I just, you know, children of the 90s, I'm so sorry that there was such a backlash done to us. And you can rest easy now knowing that you're not celebrating anything satanic unless you want to unless you actually reach for it. If you, that's that's your own thing, but it has nothing to do with the actual holiday. And the holiday that has been spread uh, worldwide from America, nothing to do with the devil. Okay, so you guys ready for my funny Irish story? <laughs> so this story, I was living in Korea and I was working with an Irish coworker who also was uh, for a short term working in Korea with me. And she was so patriotic. Like I have never met a more patriotic person than this person. Like she, like she had so much love for her country. It was to the point, like you could say anything about Ireland and she would like pop out of a closet and be like, oh, did you say Ireland? Let me tell you a thing. And like, you'd be like, amazing. That was just like, how'd you do that? Like she was ready. <laughs> she was hungry to tell you about her country. It was Halloween time and we were teachers and, and we were getting ready for the natural Halloween celebration. It's like the one holiday in Korea that in other countries is meant for family and for kids that has stayed that way in Korea. All the others, including Christmas, are for couples. It's stupid, but this is the one for kids. And so we went all out for the kiddos. And I love Halloween. It's my favorite time of year. Always has been since I was a little girl. And... So I was getting into the music and the costumes and the dances and preparing um, things for the windows and for our phrase board. And I was just having a good time. And my coworker was kind of like, yeah, it's just an American holiday, I guess, because I'm teaching kids. So I'll, I'll try like very lackadaisical, not like really into it, I guess, like the same kind of feelings if like you think if a country was really into Arbor Day, like that kind of like, OK, trees are cool. Uh but then she started doing research on the holiday because she she would t mostly focused on the older kids. And so she wanted to be able to provide them at like a foundation of, of understanding in English what this holiday was. And she discovered <laughs> about Samhain and that it had Celtic roots from Ireland. And the Irish immigrants brought a lot of their practices over of like carving the turnips that later on became uh, carving jack-o'-lanterns. Um, light is very often associated with uh, being able to provide light to keep either guiding spirits or to scare evil spirits away from your house. And so they brought that over and that became the jack-o'-lantern, all this Irish traditions. And she was like, oh my God, guys, this is an Irish holiday. <laughs> Suddenly the tone changed. Suddenly Halloween is totally cool with her. She's into it. Halloween is for a go. 
And she turned to me and she was like, this isn't even an American holiday. It's an Irish holiday. (laughs) I was like, damn it. The one thing I had. Fine. You can have it. Ireland, you win this time. But yes, very funny story when um, the Irish find out that they created something that they didn't even know. Very good time. I hope you feel better about Halloween and you can rest easy knowing that nothing about what you're celebrating has anything to do for or against your your own religion. It's what you make it and how you celebrate it. You can make it as wholesome as you want. You can make it as safe as you want. You can make it as spooky as you want. Human beings have never strayed from the idea that the dead walk the earth in some form. There's very few people that I've run into who haven't had some sort of supernatural experience with something that they can't explain. I personally love that aspect of this holiday is the draw, the draw that we have to the unexplained, the draw that we have to the things that in day-to-day life we kind of ignore. We don't really focus on what goes bump in the in the night. And the new Hollywoodized uh, adaptations and additions to Halloween. I enjoy it. I like the spook. I like the, the scare aspect of it now. But like, let's be honest, that's not exactly something that is limited to Halloween either. There's so many ghost stories that were told on Christmas. Like, it's just kind of something we do, guys. So this was the end of the first episode of my Halloween series. We covered a great deal of foundational work to step into the next stuff that is going to be a lot darker and a lot creepier. I'm currently doing research on vampires and I cannot wait to share with you some of the crazy shit I have found out about vampires. I'm going to leave you with a little teaser about this. Have you ever wondered why someone would use garlic of all things to scare off a supernatural being? Hmm? Huh? Does it make sense? I mean, I've never thought about it and now I... I can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) So I will see you next week with an amazing Halloween episode. And uh, until then, stay spooky.